Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest. Riker, the Toronto Raptors have had a lot of pickups this summer, but one of the guys that's been very exciting to watch in preseason and it's been it's been a huge talking point throughout the summer, seeing what he's done at Rico Hines and his workout videos and his games. Now we've seen him in the preseason, but Terrence Davis is a guy that looks like he's going to have a serious impact on the Toronto Raptors this season. Ben, what were you telling me? You you were comparing him to two players before, the body of someone, the skills of Michael Jordan. Maybe a little <laughs> bit high of an, of an overestimation here, but we did have a diamond in the rough video we broke him down as he was coming into the Toronto Raptors. And this guy, he genuinely could be the next out-of-nowhere product of Masayu Jerry, fantastic mm-hmm. breakout star player for the Toronto Raptors. So let's talk about it. Certainly. And we'll talk. We'll kind of reference the two preseason games we've seen already uh, to, to see just because he's looked awesome. He's on the court. He isn't shooting at the super highest percentage, but he's on the court. He looks super comfortable. He's coming in as the backup shooting guard, doing having some of the primary ball handling duties when he comes in. But, you know, he's shooting the right shots. His jumper looks fluid. But the way he gets to the rim and his athleticism, that's one thing that really caught me off guard. Riker, did you see that dunk that he had uh, over the over the Houston Rockets? That was absolutely wild. You know, it was, he's playing good defense. He's all the intangibles of a star player, you know, you jokingly, or I jokingly said that he looks like Russell Westbrook with the skills of Michael Jordan, because he's, he's super athletic, and he's shooting the ball, I'm I'm just really encouraged by everything that he's th- throwing out there on the court. Yep, now a lot of people might be saying he's a bit of an undersized wing, yep. but he's not a natural point guard, right? He has the <laughs> athletic capabilities, which is fine, because... But we're playing a two. We're usually playing Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Vliet as the as the mm-hmm. combo, right? As the one and two combo yep. out there. So if we can add an extra four inches, an extra bit of length, some explosiveness. I mean, this guy he really has the tool set, especially in the era of basketball now, where there's a lot of positionless play. Uh, there's really height is becoming more negligible because of small ball, and everybody is shifting to that. So if he is able to. Be confident to be Russell Westbrook-esque and to be a slasher more so than Norman Powell and to hit his shots, then I think there he could carve out a position because as we talked about in the, the last podcast or maybe the future podcast, depends on what arrangement we, put, we were putting these pods out, but we're saying that the Raptors might be a little bit short of all the positions in their wing and there's the possibility that any player could step up and take over that spot, so it could be Terrence Davis. Yeah, certainly, because you brought up the point that the Raptors love running primary ball handlers on the court. As many players that can pass, dribble, and shoot, we love having those sorts of guys on the court. Nick Nurse loves having guys that can create, and he's one of those players. And yes, he's not a true point guard. He's not. He's an in-between kind of combo guard, and he does all those things, and he's going to be fighting with guys like Matt Thomas, you know, Fred Van Vliet, whether he's starting or not, because there's some speculation whether he'll be our starting two guard or if that will be Norman Powell. But Fred Van Vliet and Kyle Lowry are for sure going to get their minutes. I think Norman Powell is for sure going to get his minutes. And the, the that second kind of backup guard, that's going to be left to Terrence Davis. It's going to be left to, to Matt Thomas. Stanley OG Stanley Johnson could kind of creep down into the two-guard position. You know, there, there's going to be a lot of competition. But yeah. for maybe Isaiah Taylor, he, if he makes the roster, there's going to be, you know, uh, some fighting, fighting inter, inter-squad well, let me ask you this question, man. Let me ask you this question because this will be yeah. a common, a central theme moving forward yeah. this season, this entire season for the Toronto Raptors. Because last year, when we brought in 
one of the best two-way, maybe the best two-way player in the league, maybe one of the top three, maybe the top one player in the entire NBA And Kawhi Leonard. We said, what are the lineups going to look like? And Nick Nurse Mm -hmm. really was adamant to say, we're going to try as many things as possible so that we are set when it comes to playoff time, that everybody has played in various lineups so that we're able to feel comfortable with whatever. This season is going to be even more of a jumble and a mismatch in terms of trying different things out. And as you've already mentioned, we basically have a hundred small forward positions, it seems, or players that can fill. When it comes all the way from Malcolm Miller, Norman Powell, five or six new pickups from O'Shea Brissett and Stanley John. We got a plethora of players that can fill that spot, and you could throw Terrence Davis's name into the hat there for guys because a lot of the small forwards could shift down into the two. And again, there's a lot of positionless basketball. But when we're talking about this guy, he's come undrafted, out of nowhere, four-year mm-hmm. player uh, in, in at, Ole, at Ole Miss. He had a lot of good stats when he was a university guy, but he's coming into the NBA relatively unknown, and a lot of these are very similar to uh, the story of Fred Van Vliet. And we know that a lot of those attributes can be the reason for his success, right? His grittiness, his style mm-hmm. of play, all of these things. So is that enough, Ben? And this is really early on in the season. But basically at this point, we're not seeing any differentiation in terms of who can be the best scorer. Like, could it be Stanley John? I don't know. Could it be Norman Powell? Sure, right? Mm-hmm. But reasonably, could Terrence Davis, what, what do you think he's offering to the table that puts him above any of these other guys? Well, over the summer, we we made we've talked we've talked about the possible lineups for this team over the summer before we've really seen them on the court before we've seen on court action and I was really encouraged from the highlight videos I've seen from Terrence Davis and his college work, but I didn't really think he'd have an impact like Fred Van Vliet. Fred Van Vliet didn't really have his impact his first season with the Raptors. I didn't expect Terrence Davis to come in and have an impact with this team. I wasn't, I didn't really have that super high of, you know, Terrence Davis is going to shock the world right away. I, I figured that would happen at some point, but from what I've seen of him in the preseason, and he's coming in extremely polished, he's coming in explosive, and the thing about him is, he has that athleticism. He has an NBA skill that, that that is transferable because even if he he's adjusting to the NBA game, because all rookies, all those types of players do, and it's even tougher for an undrafted player. But when you're that athletic and you can play that sort of defense and your, your game just adjusts quicker, and I think he's going to come in. I think the, the locks are Kyle Lowry, Fred Van Vliet, and Norman Powell in the backcourt in terms of point guard, shooting guard position. I don't think we'll see much of Terrence Davis at the small forward, but... From what I've seen so far, I think he's going to get minutes over Matt Thomas. I think he might edge out Patrick McCaw for minutes if he's, you know, McCaw. He's been looked at as kind of a primary ball handler at times on the Toronto Raptors roster. I don't see him and Rondé, Stanley Johnson, the the bigger guys competing for many minutes because I don't see those guys shifting down to the two that much. I think Terrence Davis is going to be, you know, in that rotation of Fred, Lowry, Norm, and him. I think those are going to be our four guys in the backcourt. What what do you think, Riker? Because I know some people in the comments are going to be really mad that uh, I'm leaving Matt Thomas out of this equation a bit. But he he's shown some inconsistencies. We don't really know what he's going to bring on defense. But Terrence Davis looks like he has the whole package out there on the court. No, oh, it's a valid comment to make, Ben. I think mm-hmm. with Matt Thomas, that was our biggest question when we had his particular breakdown video was yep. he's a guy, he's playing in the Europe League and doing well for himself, relatively speaking. Mm-hmm. And usually that means it can translate pretty well to the NBA, right? In terms yep. of if you're able to shoot well in Europe League, then... 
it's I think it's usually a little bit easier to shoot in the NBA. The Spalding balls or whatever balls that they use, those those <laughs> molten ones are tragic. So I think, but if he's not even performing, if he's not a knockdown shooter night in and night out, the simple fact is he's going to be replaced with a guy that's better on defense, that's a better slasher, more athletic, right? That's what you want. That You feel more comfortable with a guy like that on the court. So I definitely agree he's going to get pushed out. You're making the argument, and I can see from your point of view that maybe we're saying all the three guys that are in the mix, the Stanley Johnsons and the Halls Jeffersons and the Patrick McCaws, they are, they're maybe even threes and fours if you want to, yeah. you know, and stretching them out to make a full, complete uh, small ball lineup. So if that argument applies, which I could definitely see it going that way as well, then yeah, I'd see those four be in the cluster. And maybe you're going to start on a given night Norman Powell at the two. Maybe you're going to start at a given night at Fred Van Vliet at the two. I'd say we're going to see a lot of back and forth. I'd say the consistent yep. will be that Terrence Davis is coming off the bench. And then the question is how many minutes is he, is he going to get? And what's he going to do with those minutes, Right. The one thing that I think he has going for him is that he's a more aged player, right? Yep. We we, we take for granted an oftentimes aged yep. an aged rookie. We take for granted oftentimes that the usually the typical rookie or the typical fresh signee coming in is twenty, twenty one, pretty young, right? If he's yep. already played four years in college, his brain is a lot more settled down. So I think he's able to approach NBA style basketball calmer and that's what you want from a rookie especially as a guy that has a, a level head so I, I think that he has a lot of things going for him and I think that if the matchup situation is like you say he should get minutes consistently how much I don't know but he should get minutes to try and make something of himself well one thing's for sure we've only there's been a small sample size of games we've seen with the, this Toronto Raptors team so far so we can't you know, everything we kind of say right now in reaction to games is an overreaction because it's going to take time. Maybe Matt Thomas shows he's a super consistent shooter throughout the season. He's going to demand minutes with this team, and then that eats into some of Terrence Davis's time. You know, maybe one of the other guys surprises us. Patrick McCaw shows that he's going to be a, a tremendous ball handler and a guy that needs to get in the, one of those backcourt positions. We don't know. But from what we've seen and from what we've, you know, looked at from Terrence Davis prior to the preseason and these past two preseason games, the intangibles that he's shown in game have me really excited. I know they have you really excited. And if we get some more posters like Terrence Davis, it's going to be hard to keep him off the court, Riker. Absolutely, Ben. 100%. Certainly. Anyways, you guys are the best for making this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that cool stuff. You know, the, there's going to be a lot of exciting things to look out for the Toronto Raptors this season. So stay tuned to the Raptors Digest. Riker, any last words? It's We're gearing up, Ben. Regular season soon. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah.